Hi, welcome back to me talking about my version of Marauders in podcast form with Emma. We are back out at college. Yeah. <laughs> um, so far, hasn't been great for either of us. <laughs> uh, it seems like we both just had a pretty pretty rough time for me it was i got bronchitis um after i got a flare-up from like i i got a flare-up from riding the plane home we learned planes are not my friend this break it was it was not it was not a good time um and then i had a flare-up from that and then i think that friday like i came in on saturday and then the next friday i started getting like regular sick so i almost certainly got it from being on the plane um, so I blame the plane for everything, but then it took me another full week, like and a half, to start feeling better. I'm still congested and stuff. But yep, great second week of class Ooh. where I just didn't show up at all. <laughs> um Yeah, so that was rough. Any anything you want to share with the group or just that it wasn't good? Just <laughs> wasn't good. Oh no. So um yeah, we're doing great. <laughs> 11 out of 10. We're killing it. We're doing so good. But we are here now, and it makes me very happy because I have wanted to record very badly. And guess what? I remembered to ask questions. Isn't that crazy? That is kind of crazy. Um, someone said, how's the dog doing? She looked so sad earlier. Snuffles. Hi, baby. Are we sad? <laughs> She's very sad. <laughs> There's okay, since getting back, she loved me for 10 seconds, ignored me for basically the rest of the day, and has just been a little off ever since. <laughs> In the past couple of days, she's like been back to being like normal and snuggly and stuff. But, um, but yeah, for like a couple of weeks there, like she would like sit next to me if I asked, but not like voluntarily. And she was just a little, a little weirded out. She was like, I don't know, you left me. But, but she had a great time um, at like my roommate's um, family's house. They adored her. It was great. Let's find another question. Oh, somebody asked when we both first read like Harry Potter books. Like when did we, what ages? I think, I think I was in like first grade. I think my dad read them to me. Yes, let's go, Ben. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know when I did. I know my mom um, had some rules that we had to take it slow. I think it was more just because she wanted us to have the experience of like having them come out and like not just bam, bam, bam. So like we did have to wait a significant amount of time in between. Um, I do not think I had to do I don't that. Think, I don't think we were allowed to finish any of the books, like finish the last book until we turned 11. Because like that's when you would like go to Hogwarts. Okay. I don't know. I think I, think I had watched all the movies before I read them. <gasps> that was another big rule in my family. You could not watch the movies. You had to leave. Okay. Like the family would sit down and watch the movie and I would have to leave because I haven't watched it because I haven't read the book yet. Like it was very strict. Because <laughs> we would, because Michael had read them, mm -hmm. and then we would watch the movies. And so then, by the time I read them, I had already seen them. I didn't, Dang. I didn't know anything that really happened though. <laughs> <laughs> um, somebody asked how how's Herc? Are you? <laughs> that might He's be sad. He's doing good. Is he good? 
Um. Oh, <laughs> good job, Herc. <laughs> oh, do you have a favorite class this semester already? I... Like, do you hate all of them? I really like... I'm doing sign language again, which is really fun because there's like, I know a lot of people in the class already. Mm. And then I also really like my chemistry class. That's really fun. I think my favorite class right now, um, I kind of have two classes that go together, like music theory and oral skills. They're taught by the same professor. He knows that like more than half of us are taking them concurrently. Um, so I kind of consider that one class <laughs> that I just have every day. Um, but I really like that. He's a, he's a pretty epic professor. Um, in his own words, he's like, I'm basically re like, I'm one of the leading figureheads in the nation of teaching oral skills because I am one of three other people in the United States that has a PhD in oral skills. <laughs> like a lot of people that teach this subject are like, let's only do classical music. And he's like, I think that's stupid. Um, he teaches that as well, but like also make sure to include everything else. So the playlists we get for this class, he'll be like, go listen to this playlist. And it's like Beethoven's 50 bajillionth symphony. And also here's flowers by Miley Cyrus. <laughs> and it's just kind of, that's how it is. And it's a lot of fun. Someone asked favorite prank that the Marauders did. My I favorite one love... is, well, you go, you go. I like the. I feel like the sand was just like a. Just a yeah, classic. you can't. <laughs> you can't really top the sand, you know. <laughs> um, but I think I think my favorite is either sand or the. I I just finally thought of a good one for their last like, leaving school prank, and you'll get that in about two episodes, and I think it's, it's a good one. I'm very excited for it because it took me it took me forever. I was like, they have to have a last prank. But like, what's their last prank going to be like oh, turning one thing into sand and then just leaving? Maybe. But they turn <laughs> everyone into sand. <laughs> then they leave. They massacre the entire castle. <laughs> Heartstopper? No. Uh, thoughts on applesauce? I like it. That's good. I throughout high school. The go go squeeze ones. <laughs> I I want everybody here to know that pretty much every day of high school I had a go go squeeze, at least one, maybe multiple, depending on the vibes. But in my lunchbox there was always a go go squeeze, um, and it was the apple cinnamon ones, and it was great. This one says cast the Marauders in Hamilton. But do you know do you know Hamilton well enough to do this? I don't think you do. Yeah, I you know do. US history well enough. <laughs> I don't I don't know. I feel like that's a little weird. Which president of the United States would James Potter be? I feel like that's a bit of He's a weird George question. Washington, clearly. <laughs> <laughs> the audible sigh from you is the funniest thing I've ever heard. You just... <sighs> Yeah, I think I think James is James in in the context of Hamilton the musical is a thousand percent George Washington. <laughs> then we got Sirius Black. People may say he's Ham he he is Hamilton. I disagree. He's Eliza. Um, no, he's Angelica. Who? What am I thinking? 
Then we got Remus. Uh, no, I take it back. I take back Sirius. <laughs> Sirius is... Sirius is the chairs in the background that get, like, that, that flung get, everywhere. Like, <laughs> <laughs> um, so Sirius is um, Thomas Jefferson. And Remus is Angelica Schuyler. And then Peter is Peggy. Because who else would he be? You know, because Peggy at the end of Hamilton, we all know the big twist is that it was actually Peggy that killed Hamilton and not and not Aaron Burr. Yep. I'm so sorry. Okay, I'm sorry. I just had to answer oh, that one. I feel like that's weird. They're real like people. It, yeah, okay, but it's a musical. And so it's like, who would you cast as these okay. people? The musical characters are very, very different <laughs> from the historical characters. I am aware of that. As far as I know, previous to, like, 10th grade, I did not learn any, like, raps written by Thomas Jefferson. You're joking. <laughs> you didn't learn his favorite. We had raps? to come up with our own. That reminds me, in that same music class, <laughs> he has a couple of Hamilton songs on some of the playlists. I'm okay for the, for the people at home. One of them was Washington on your side, which has arguably one of the best raps in the entire musical. But he was just focused on the rhythm, so he just had the beginning part, and he was like, "I have to stop it before it gets to the other part, even though it is my favorite lyric." And everybody knew what it was because it says a naughty word. <laughs> it's really good, but he was like. I really like it. I really like a lyric that comes later, and we all like chuckled. And he was like, "It's about never mind." <laughs> like, well, just made me laugh. Sorry. And that he's the leading person in his field <laughs> in, in, in oral skills pedagogy. Just sometimes. Anyway, um, this is at the request of uh one of my mutuals, uh Lou, um who requested that we wobble on into the next episode. And I think that's fantastic. So yeah, so if you're ready, we can wobble on into this yeah. episode. Let's freaking go. Me when I wobble. <laughs> okay. Uh, first thing um, about this episode is that it is a little... It's not super plot-heavy, because I needed a lot of things to happen, but none of them were, like, big enough for a full episode arc. So there's just kind of a couple things going on, you know, um, that need to happen. But I promise there will be, like, a legit... This is almost like a filler episode, except not really a filler episode, because it's all, like, necessary. Do you know what I'm saying? You're, like, setting stuff up. Yeah. This is this is a building the tension episode, for sure. So as we wobble on in... um. So if you remember, we left off. Um, Sirius has his little tattoo. It's not little. It's actually pretty big. Um, tattoo for Remus. And it's so cute. Um, but anyway, so the next morning, uh, Lily goes and sees James. And she just like freaking waltzes up to the boys' dorms because who even cares anymore? Um, and she sees him and she finds James. James, just one James. <laughs> James. I think we've already made this joke. We have. Really but funny. I don't think I... <laughs> oh, gosh. James. 
love James. Um, but anyways, she sees James sitting up in his bed. Both of them. I know. <laughs> but he has he has a freaking wound on his on his shoulder, and he's just like bandaging it up. And then he sees Lily, and he's like, "Hey." Hey, so gonna quickly put on a put on a shirt and pretend that this isn't happening. And he's like, "Hey, how's how is the wedding? How did the wedding go?" And she's like, "Excuse me, sir. <laughs> There's something else going on here." She's like, "You got hurt." And he's like, "Yeah, it's fine." And she's like, "James." And he's like, "What?" And she's like, "I thought you knew how to heal things. I feel like we've gone over this before." And he's like, "Yeah." And she's like, "So why is it still here?" <laughs> And he was like, well, um, so the thing is, um, regular charms don't really work on magical wounds. And she's like, did you get bit by Remus? (laughs) And he's like, I'm fine. And she's like, you're not fine. You got bit by a werewolf, my guy. Um, and he's like, no, I am. It happens. I, he's like, it's happened before. And she's like, it's happened before. And he's like, yeah. And I'm not a werewolf. <laughs> but anyway, um, he's like, yeah, it happened. It's fine. Um, and guess what? I didn't transform last night. So I'm fine. Um, something to do with like the Animagi magic like protects you. Um, so only only like humans in their human form can become werewolves and she's like that doesn't make any sense he's like i know but you know what that's that um he's like that's one of the things you just gotta test out by trying it yourself (laughs) trying it and just going um but he was like he's like she's like you're sure you're gonna be fine he's like yes i'll probably just have a scar it'll be fine and and then he's like so how was the wedding and she's like my guy (laughs) But she's like, Petunia was happy. Um, And she's like, how she can be happy with who she married is beyond me. But then again, she thinks the same thing about me and you. So, (laughs) and James was like, okay. Um, And she's like, but she's like, and although it's true, like Vernon is the worst to everyone else he put he treats petunia like she's like a, a queen he loves her like it's great um and so uh james kind of she kind of goes quiet and james is like okay so we're gonna change the subject um and he's like so serious didn't cause too much of a fuss and she's like sean was excellent <laughs> and he's like sean and she's like sean white <laughs> that was his name um and james just starts cackling and then they're swapping stories about the fun parts of their days and yeah because most of the castle is still a ball pit at this point um um and they talk until peter in the next bed finally tells them to shut up and that some of them are trying to sleep because it's like seven in the morning (laughs) um but yeah so several days later lily and james are in a meeting with dumbledore because, so I, I did my research on British school holidays. And there's a big one. There's one for Christmas, but there's also one for Easter. And I remember reading about that in the books, but it never mentioned that anybody ever went home for the Easter holidays. Like, ever. Even though it's supposed to be just as long of a break as it is for Christmas. 
You know, they just like I didn't go home for like Thanksgiving, but they live a lot closer to home than me. (laughs) Yeah, but like, I don't know. It's just, but it's the point is, is that it's supposed to be like they would have two weeks off for their Easter for like their spring holidays. Exactly. And they never, they never mentioned that in Hogwarts except for like when Mrs. Uh, Weasley sent Harry like a bunch of chocolates for the Easter holiday, but they didn't go home for it, which is weird. Anyway, my, my, so my hypothesis, my explanation for this is that it's just kind of a joke at Hogwarts because everybody, nobody goes home because there's just like a bunch of homework still assigned. And so like there's not classes, but everybody's still doing stuff. And it's just not really, people are like, we're about to go home for the summer. Nobody, nobody goes home. Um, it's just generally not something that they're interested in. I also think it was like only one week instead of two. Um, but this year, with all this news of like, the war and people disappearing and these rumors that muggleborns should that they don't want muggleborns in hogwarts a lot of people are like we're gonna take our kids home for like the whole break because it just seems like there's a lot going on and stuff and some were even saying that they were going to keep their kids home indefinitely um so that's interesting so you know dumbledore is telling them this and james is like okay that's stupid here at least everybody's safe um and Dumbledore is like okay but like many parents don't see it that way many magical parents believe that the only way to truly take care of their kids is to like to keep them at home you know um and he's like and many muggle parents have at this point kind of heard the story of what happened to Lily's parents and Lily's sitting there and she's like yeah um and he's like and um they believe that the magical world does not want their children at Hogwarts and therefore they shouldn't have them here anymore. They should just take them home. Um, and James is like, okay, what the frick are we supposed to do about that? And Dumbledore's like, I don't know. I just wanted to tell you. <laughs> um, James is no, like, we're but- putting on another scavenger hunt. <laughs> no, but he's like, he's like, at this point, I don't want you guys to do anything. I just needed to like make sure that like you guys were like aware because there's going to be a lot being said about what people should and shouldn't do over the holiday and also i did at the request of like hundreds of parents it will be an actual holiday and they won't like get tons of homework and stuff so anyway um so that happens um again there's like no there's no flow in this in this episode there's just kind of a lot happening but don't worry about it it's all good and i like it um and i'm not annoyed by it at all (laughs) um (laughs) Anyway, at this point, the entire castle has heard that the attack on Hog- on Hogsmeade was, like, in some way legitimate. And they're like, hmm. So that's kind of scary. Um, but they haven't... It doesn't mean that everybody believes that. It's just, like, that is kind of what is being said at this point. Um, so some people are believing it. Some people are getting scared. And others are like, this is, this is fake. Mm. Fake news. Um, anyway. So this meant, in spite of all the work that... Um, that Lily and James have done, there's, and were James more specifically has done, there's still like some obvious divisions and fear happening around the castle. I can't believe the scaven, I can't believe really? the ball pit didn't work that well. You <laughs> know what I'm saying? And fear are happening. That's crazy. Um, but it led to, it just led to some more decisions happening. Um, so although the whole gang feels like very strongly about the war, the fact that leaving school was like so close 
it made them, for lack of a better word, like afraid, you know, <laughs> they're a little bit spooked. Um, and so they had all talked about like, like earlier in the year and when Sirius like got on the money, they're like, we're going to join the war first thing. And now it's like, that's a little real. And they've just kind of stopped talking about it because it's a little real. Um, and it's like, they're 17. Are they ready to fight in a war? Who knows? Um, so in general, like nobody's really talking about it. Um, no one talks about like after school plans in general in that group. They're just like, what if, what if we don't? Especially after Remus's whole situation, because he had like already made plans about his family and everything. And then he had found out that like maybe Dumbledore was exploiting him. And he was like, so do I want to be a soldier right now? Like maybe, maybe not. Um, and so anyway, but James, James has come to a decision. And so one day when he and Lily are in the prefect common room, he's like, okay, like, I, I, I got to tell you something. And Lily, like, already knows what it is. She's like, okay. Um, <laughs> but she's like, okay, what is it? And James is like, okay, so I am going to join the Order of the Phoenix, like, after, right after school instead of finding a job. And she's like, cool. Um, are you sure? And he's like, yeah, there's nothing else for me to do. Like, I'm going to go insane trying to just like live a life out there without being involved. He's like, I've talked to Dorcas. She thinks I should. Even Marlene does, even though, you know, she can't join because of her parents. She's a spy member and they don't, they don't know that. Shh. Anyway. Um, but Lily's like, okay, what about your parents, James? Um, and he's like, they don't want me to um he's like i wrote to them a few weeks ago and they said i should wait and that they're worried but i have decided to do it anyway because they're they're not gonna stop me like they're gonna worry but they're they're not the type to like stop him mm -hmm. um but james going against euphemia's wishes is kind of a big deal um but he's like i i gotta do it you know it's the right thing blah 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 so lily's like dang like i'm grateful but i'm scared and like all this stuff and but she's like you know what to be honest, like, I think I'm going to do the same thing. Um, she's like, I've been thinking about it, too. And then James says the thing that she did not expect him to say. He's like, I don't think you should. And she's hey, like... James. Okay. <laughs> she's like, what? It's like James Potter telling her she shouldn't join the war, but he was? So, so he's like, yeah, I think it's, it's too dangerous. And she's like, yeah, it's a war. <laughs> like, she's like, he's yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> he's like, yeah, but and she's like, and you're doing it. Like, what, you don't think I'm capable? And he's like, no. And she's like, is it because I'm a girl? Is it because I'm a girl, Potter? And he's like, oh my gosh, no, Lily, I, you know I don't think that. And she's like, then what do you think? And he's like, I think that you'll be targeted first. And she's like, shoot, you know? Um, and he's like, Lily... I talk would be to targeted Dorcas. first either way. Well, here's the thing. This is completely my headcanon. I have no basis for this. In fact, I feel like maybe I might have said something that contradicted this earlier. But we're going to continue. He's like, Lily, there aren't any, uh, any other Muggleborns in the Order right now. And she's like, wait, what? And he's like, helping. Yeah, they're like supporting. Like, absolutely. But like actually fighting? No, because Death Eaters would do everything in their power to make an example of you. And Lily, they already they already have. Um, and 
you know, she's like, oh, shoot, he's right. And he's like, you've already been targeted just for living, Lily. Like, the last thing you need to do is to stand in direct defiance of the Dark Lord. And he's like, I don't want you to die, Lily. And she's like, <clears throat> about that. Um, <laughs> but she's like, are there really no other Muggleborns fighting? And he's like, that's that's what I've been told. And she's like, then I absolutely have to join. And he's like, Lily. She's like, no, James, I can't do it. I can't let another kid's parents die. I can't let another kid die. I can't sit by and let the big, strong purebloods come and do the fighting for me. I can't, even if it's you, you know? And she's like, if there really are any other Muggleborns fighting, then I have to fight, James. Like, don't you see, like... I'm sure the order is great, but if none of the people fighting have been directly affected by what they're fighting against, this war isn't going anywhere. Like, we will lose. And she's like, you're great. You're wonderful. You will fight hard. I know it. But there's a reason your parents don't want you out there because it's not your fight. You know, there's no reason for you to be there. He's like, Lily, like, there's a reason. Like, I I am... I would like a just world, Lily. And she's like, no, I'm sorry. But you didn't get, like, all the whispers since you were 11. You don't know what it's like to be ripped from your family and told that freaking magic is real, only to be in a magic world <laughs> and for them to say, nah, nah, you're, you're no, because you're, you're a muggle-born. Um, she's like, and then you can't even go back home because your family at home thinks you're a freak, too. And you lose all your muggle friends because they can't understand. And you can't even tell them why. And then you only have one friend who listens to you here. But you're pretty sure he's awful too. But what else can you do? He's the only one who doesn't call you a mudblood. Until he does. And he's like, well, shoot. Um, <laughs> so James is kind of quiet. He doesn't have anything to say. And Lily's like, it worked out for me in the end, James. But I'm never going to get those years back. And I'm never going to get my parents back. So I, ha I have to fight. Um... And James, James has a hard time with this because he has always been like the protector, always, you know, he's just protecting his friends and and protecting freaking Remus by spending five years to figure out how to illegally turn into animals, you know, um, you know, so it's really hard. But he realizes he's like. He as much as he wants to protect her, he has to let her make her own decisions, too. And so Lily's like, so are we doing this together or not? And he's like, yeah, of course we are. So. Fun conversations. Woo. Woo. What a party. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway. Um, so let's let's continue on this trend for a little bit. I'm sorry, but we're we're going to continue. Um, um, okay, but what about Remus and Sirius? How are they how are they holding up? Um, so Remus and Sirius really haven't decided anything about the war yet either, ever since Remus kind of confronted his dad and this whole thing happened. They just, they haven't really talked about it. Like, they talked about it briefly, and then Sirius was like, okay, I feel like I gotta step back and let Remus, like, figure this out on his own type of thing. Um, and Remus has changed his mind, like, many times. Like, many, I feel like he went back and forth. He was like, nah, screw the world. I'm gonna... Stay at home and let Sirius's money pay for me. Uh, <laughs> but then other times he's like, no, like I have to fight like it's the right thing to do, you know? Um, but it's like, you know, he wants to change an unjust world and he's like, you know, maybe, you know, part of that is like, you know, having people see that werewolves aren't 
awful but then also it's like even his parents were prejudiced and would it even accomplish anything and is he really going to help anything by fighting people as a werewolf that people already think is dangerous it's a lot there's a lot going on here um but then so so james but james eventually comes in when like i feel like it's probably the same day he just told lily first he like sits everybody down and he's like okay so i'm gonna be joining the order of the phoenix blah 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 and he's like giving his whole spiel and it's like very emotional and stuff and the thought finally pops into remus's head and he's like if not me who like if he wasn't gonna try and make things better like who would what other werewolf has gone to hogwarts what other werewolf knows the amount of magic that he does and like who who else is gonna be there to to be on the right side you know besides him like he's like shoot like i have to do it and so then and he had already kind of made up his mind anyway but like that was like the final thing having james james um, and his heroic speeches you know yeah you know <laughs> all those things and so like as soon as james is finished remus is like yeah me too um <laughs> he's like ditto no but he's like i'm joining like i've decided um, and Sirius is a bit shocked because he hasn't heard this. They haven't talked about this, which is weird for them. Um, but he's like, he's like, oh, are you are you sure? You good? And he's like, yes, I need to, regardless of what Dumbledore's motivations were. I'm here now and I learned things and I got to do what I can. Um, and so. Um, and he's like, and it's like what I was going to do all along. He's like, my family already has a plan to go into hiding. They've already started. Like, yeah, I'm going to do it. Um, and then Sirius is like, well, then I am too. And <laughs> to absolutely nobody's surprise. Um, but and Remus is like, okay, come on. Don't don't make this decision for me. And he's like, I'm not. I would have joined. He's like, I would have not joined if you told me to not join. But like, no, I was always going to join, you know? <laughs> um, he's like, there's no way I'm not going to just f- not fight against my family, you know? Um Seriously and, lives for that. <laughs> yeah. But um, but Lily's like, okay, cool, I'm joining too, and apparently I'll be the first Muggleborn, so it's gonna be some trouble there. And Sirius is like, it's all right, like we got your back. And then there's Peter. <laughs> this is some fun peer pressure. <laughs> yeah, so Peter has not seriously considered this in his entire life. He just kind of figured that, like, he's going to get a job after Hogwarts and all of this war stuff is just going to kind of go away, you know? And, like, he, he just, I don't know. He's like, maybe it was, he was also kind of thinking, he's like, maybe it isn't as big of a deal, like, when you're actually in the real world and, like, not in Hogwarts, where that's all everybody's talking about, you know? But it's becoming clear that that is not <laughs> really what his friends are mm. thinking. And he's like, shoot, like, what the heck is he supposed to do? Um, and so he's just like sitting like in his bed, like, uh, cool, cool um, guys. But he's like, he he care he cares about Lily, like he does. But um, and he knows that like she's in danger. But also, hadn't he just lived like a lot of his life with Kyra, where she was fine, thinking it wasn't all that bad? And so he's like, he kind of has that part too. Anyway, um, but then suddenly it's like James has read his mind, and he's like, okay, Peter, um. I know we just had this big moment, but, like, you don't have to join, too. Like, this is a big deal. I know we just, we kind of had this thing and, like, but no, you you don't have to do that. And he's like, no, I know. And he's like, but, like, I I want to. 
Um, but then he kind of realizes what he says and he's like, I'm nowhere close to a decision. So he's like, so he's got to back out and he's like, no, but I like, I, and, he, and Lily's like, you don't have to pretend that you have it all figured out. Like really, no one wants to force you into a war. Like seriously, like that's not <laughs> serious. Anyway. Um, so Peter is like, I'm going to be honest. Like I got, I got to have some time to think about this. <laughs> um, and Lily's like, and that is fine um kind of glancing at the others especially Sirius who does not look like he thinks it's fine he feels like Peter has to have it all figured out but anyway um so that's the end of that scene all right but Peter and Kyra so let's let's have let's let's check in on them let's see how they're doing I'll give you a hint Kyra's like joining this, the war like like everything in this uh in this episode nothing's like really groundbreakingly bad but none of it's fun you know <laughs> Sorry to tell you that. Um, but anyway, so ever since that day in Hogsmeade, Kyra has, like, begun to change quite a bit. And Peter is noticing. She is no longer chill about the war. Like, <laughs> that's not something that has... She is not afraid to, like, admit her mistake here um, and stuff. So she's like, I don't know. So whenever somebody would, like, bring it up, she would be like, shut up. We don't joke about that here. And it's like... Okay, like a bit okay. of a departure from where she was at before. Um, and it's kind of also not Peter's vibe. Like, reminder that he joined this group while they were doing that and would rather just kind of shut up and not have that happen. So now his girlfriend is, like, being super policing on all of this. And he it's a little weird for him. Um, because she was kind of, like, his escape from all of the war stuff and all of that stuff before. And now she's, like, way more into it than he is. It's, anyway. Um... So he's kind of frustrated with Kyra because of that. And she's frustrated with him. Um, but anyway, one day, like, their whole group is, like, playing cards as they do. And then, like, freaking Corbin, because he's the one I always pick on in this group. Um, Corbin. I freaking hate Corbin. He, like, makes a joke about, like, oh, no, like, the Death Eaters are going to come and get us. And Kyra's, like, stop talking about that. And he's, like... I'm sorry, like, what has been up with you? He's like, I haven't been able to... She, he's like, you haven't been able to take a joke in a while. And she's like, I'm sorry. I prefer to joke about things that aren't terrifying. Um, like, and not life or death situations. And Corbin is like, okay, you don't really think Death Eaters or whatever really wanted to attack Hogsmeade for, like, literally no reason. Like, come on. He's like, why'd they say that then? <laughs> and she's like, I was there, you Pratt. I don't know if Pratt is a bad word in America. You Corbin. You Corbin. <laughs> um, but Corbin and Corbin is like, okay, like, whatever. And Kyra kind of lowers her voice and is like, okay, I heard him threaten Lily Evans. He came up to our whole group. He was not joking. Um, and he's like, with all due respect, Kyra, I feel like maybe you've gone off the deep end just a little bit. And she's like, bruh. And she's like, well, it's a good thing I wasn't the only one who was there then. Right? Right, Peter? Right? And right. Peter was there. And James Potter was there, too. So, you know. Um, and she kind of looks at Peter. And he looks around at everybody. And he's he kind of hesitates. And Corbin, like, see, sees that he's hesitating. He's like, yeah, Peter, tell us how a big scary man told you that he was going to blow up the entire village. Just for funsies. Um, and Peter was like, I think we should go back to the game, seeing as I am about to win. <laughs> um, and, like, 
the other people kind of like are like okay haha and they like get back to the game um and it kind of worked on the rest of the group but it does not work on kyra she's like staring at him and she's like bro what the heck before she like throws her cards on in the center and just leaves and so the others are like oh peter you gotta go find your girlfriend and he's like oh my gosh and so he does he goes and he, he follows her he's like kyra like i'm sorry and they like get to like a little corridor or something and she's like dude what the heck was that and he's like, what was what? And she's like, you made me look like I'm crazy. He's like, Kyra, I just didn't want to talk about it right then. And she's like, you never want to talk about it. Do you know that? You never want to back me up. And he's like, okay, I'm sorry. What am I supposed to do? She's like, you're supposed to back up your girlfriend when she tells the truth. Um, <laughs> and he's like, I'm sorry. I am Kyra. It's just, I mean, sometimes I need a break. And she's like, it seems like it's more than sometimes. Sometimes... She's like, sometimes I can't believe you, you know, like you stayed friends with me after I made it clear I didn't believe a thing about that stuff before. And you barely tried to convince me of it. You let me figure it out on my own. <laughs> um, she's like, it's she's like, it almost seems like you don't care that they literally killed your friend's parents. And he's like, of course, I care about Lily's parents. It's just hard. I've known you've known about this for what like a month and a half I've known about it my whole time here I spent if I were to spend every single day trying to convince everyone that everyone I knew about it like I'd be the laughing stock and she's like yeah I wonder how that feels and leaves so I'm liking Kyra more and more I know she's she's growing on me I know but anyway, um, let's talk about Sirius and James. Let's let's check in on on the boys. We haven't had a good solid moment just between them, so that's <laughs> basically all this is because I wanted it. Um, but anyway, so a day or so later, Sirius is like talking to James, um, and there's like it's getting to be more of a ruckus that like people, like people deciding whether or not they are going home for break or not. Like it's it's becoming an ordeal. Um, and Sirius was like, they're scared. He's like, and I can't really blame them. I mean, like, did you see the news today? There was an attack that they had to claim was a freaking earthquake. And he's like, I know. And he's like, and Sirius says, like, you know, I'm excited that we're getting out there after this. And James is like, my man, excited? Earthquakes! <laughs> and he's like, well, yeah, kind of. I mean, like, then at least we can do something about it. No more just reading about it and being stuck here. Um, but James James can't really get on the excited boat. He does understand. But he's not excited. <laughs> um, I think Sirius might have some issues there, but um, that's fine. Um, but anyway, Sirius sees us and he changes the subject. He's like, that reminds me. So he's like, you know our old childhood plans about living together after school in the same apartment and never getting married um, because we and just like we would stay up as long as we wanted and you know have that whole thing and james was like uh yeah i, I do remember that and he's like i have some bad news <laughs> and james is like and james is like you don't mean hold on hold on you don't mean you found someone and he's like worse he's like i have a bedtime <laughs> and james was like no um but Sirius is like really um me and Remus are are actually gonna go look at a few places over break you know just for just for the two of us and James is like oh that's great you know um he's like that's that's really great for you guys he's like but just so you know uh I will be over there every hour or so so you know you gotta factor that in as you're looking for places that like you're gonna have to have a spot for me <laughs> um 
um and Sirius is like well yeah I expect nothing less um and then he's like so what about you and Lily you gonna get a place together after after Hogsmeade I mean Hogsmeade. After, after Hogsmeade I said after the Hogsmeade weekend no um he's like after Hogwarts um and James like mouth goes dry and he's like <clears throat> um I I don't I I don't know and he's like you haven't thought about it he's like well obviously I've thought about it um and he's like so you haven't talked to her about it and he's like no <laughs> and mm. he's like why not and james is like <laughs> because we're 17 serious and he's like so are remus and i like and um and he's like okay you've dated for like about a year and a half longer than me and me and lily have and he's like and and he's like and you guys have been rooming together in the same room since you were 11 he's like it's not my fault the dorms are set up like that james it's just how it works <laughs> um, but james rolls his eyes and sirius is like you're scared aren't you <laughs> and james is like yeah okay i am <laughs> um and sirius laughs and he's like um but Sirius is like, I don't think you have anything to worry about when it comes to just bringing it up. Um, and James is like, right, so how did that conversation go with you and Remus? Because I'm sure it was great. And Sirius is like, so maybe I did send Remus into a mild panic attack, but honestly, could have been worse. <laughs> do you remember that? When he was like, so do you want to live together after school? And then Remus thought that like he he didn't want to for some reason. He was like, wait, why are you asking me? Like, I'm confused. Yeah, anyway. Um, so Sirius is like, you know, fine. Maybe it didn't go great, but it was still a conversation worth having. And it confirmed that we both still like each other quite a bit and that we don't really plan on going anywhere. Um. And, you know, he, like, says that, like, matter of fact, like, end of conversation. Um, and James is like, did Remus like the tattoo? And Sirius is like, yes, he did. <laughs> He's like, it was a very good idea, and he liked it a lot. Um, but anyway, so Sirius kind of figures, like, the conversation's maybe going to change at this point. Did you hear that? <laughs> she said it's time for the conversation to change. She's like, I'm done with this. Um, no, but she thinks he thinks like the conversation's kind of over. But then James goes, uh, do you want to marry Remus? <laughs> and Sirius is like, uh, hmm. So there's 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 a question that I've pushed down quite a bit. Um, again, I don't think. I think Sirius and Remus have a great relationship that only they understand and that they don't talk about. Um, so anyway, but anyway, Sirius is like, you know, I don't, I don't think we, we can, first of all. And James is like, okay, maybe not legally, but like, when has that ever stopped you? Like, and, um, uh, but you know, James, James kind of sees the, Sirius isn't kind of laughing at that and he's like okay you know you don't have to answer like sorry might have pushed the boundary there um but Sirius is like I know I don't have to answer but like it's just like there's no one else for me you know I don't I don't think I, actually I, I know there's no one else for me actually um and you know he says with like a sense of surety and James is kind of like he's never talked about anyone like that before that's kind of <laughs> cute um 
but you know because Sirius has always kind of just been down for down for anything not really one for commitment um not sure that anything would really last you know but but Sirius is like but marriage like I don't think that I don't think that's really us you know um and James James doesn't know because he's like that's what happens when you when you love someone is that then you get married um <laughs> but then he but he pretends that he does he's like oh yeah i i know um <laughs> but but seriously like i mean don't get me wrong like i'd love to have a grand party in my honor but remus he would hate that and like marriage would almost make us feel like we have to make things public and i mean like we've talked about telling more people about just like freaking going for it and about what we'll do after school and stuff but i just i don't think that's gonna work for us you know there's there's people who are gonna be a-holes about it and frankly why should they get to know about it if they're gonna act like that um and james is like wait hold on you're gonna like keep it a secret after school he's like well not from friends but like we're not gonna start like making out in public or anything like that like that would be crazy and james is like that would be crazy did you meet yourself in fifth year but he doesn't say that out loud um and he's he's just kind of like and and you're and you're like good with that and he's like well yeah like remus would hate it and if remus hates it remus would hate it if i was if i was a girl like he just wouldn't want that you know that's not really him um and james james just is really not understanding or not really expecting how Sirius was just like cool with all that because he really went his whole teenage life. I don't want to say he was promiscuous because <laughs> that has a different connotation. But that's just, it just wasn't like him to be like, you know what, I'm going to have a private relationship and that's just kind of how it is. Like that just was not him at all. But it's totally Remus. Mm. And he's like, well, yeah, I'm going to do that. Um. So anyway, so James is like, he's like, but anyway Sirius is like you know and James is like yeah you know I know <laughs> um but then Sirius is like anyway what about you are you gonna marry Lily and James is like um <laughs> <laughs> uh, and he's like Sirius I can't even ask her to move in with me <laughs> and he's like but and Sirius is like okay but you want to and he's like what do you think like yeah I want I want to marry her and he's like well good because she wants to marry you too um and james was like well great thanks thanks i'm so glad you know um this anyway. is what Sirius and lily just chat about well yeah i think i think every day they get together and they pick out like wedding colors and stuff yeah. you know um but anyway so that's that's the end of that little scene because we needed some more bonding there and we needed james to be like man Sirius has really I don't. I don't want to say he cha he changed for Remus because I don't think he did. But he was like just suddenly okay with things that he was like. I don't know. Why does she stretch like a cat? Are you okay? <laughs> anyway, next scene, which is I think the second to last one. Yeah. Um. So things are getting a bit more tense. Tension is still building. It's been a couple days. Actually, I feel like it's been. It's been quite a while. The spring holiday is a week away at this point, and it's the Monday night prefect meeting um, before that, and it is, it's a whole thing. It is probably the most chaotic prefect meeting they've ever had because I just feel like things have gotten crazy and kids are getting really scared and stuff like that. So basically, some quotes from the meeting are, or it's not even like a meeting at this point, it's just people discussing things. Um, and they're like the kids are going insane. He's like people people's parents are changing their minds at a moment's at a moment's notice. 
um and they're like every everybody's scared that they're gonna be killed it's like every prefect is talking except for the slytherins basically whoops wonder wonder why that's who, a who thing was, who was that hmm, maybe it is literally a death eater um <laughs> could be wrong <laughs> but anyway james is like all right he's like i get it i understand like but we don't need to talk over each other here. And somebody's like, okay, what does Dumbledore want us to do? And he's like, Dumbledore wants us to make our own decisions. I don't think there is a right one. And they're like, well, that helps us. Thank you. We're here to trying to figure out what, what we're supposed to tell, you know, the kids that are freaking out. Um, um, but it's like, I, and one of the prefects is like, I think we should tell people to go home. That way, at least they're with their parents. And someone else is like, are you insane? Hogwarts is the safest place on earth. If they stay here, then we know that none of them will get hurt. And somebody's like, what about their parents? Um, this is one of the Muggleborn prefects. And she's like, my parents don't have magic. They won't stand a chance. Like, I'm going home to protect them. And they're like, Shar, you're 16. You can't put, <laughs> you can't do that, you know? <laughs> um, you can't put that on yourself. And somebody else is like, well, the Death Eaters want Muggleborns to go home and to not come back. I don't think anybody's going to be going to I don't think anyone's going to be getting hurt for going back to their to their families. And it's like, well, isn't that what they want you to think? And someone else is like, OK, do we even need to worry about this? I feel like maybe like what are the odds that something's actually going to happen here? Like, I, I don't feel like this is that even that big of a deal. Um, so the bickering continues for a very long time. Um, and Lily stays silent. And James is like knows that things like this are really hard for Lily, but like what what are they have to have this discussion, you know? But soon Remus chimes in very loudly. He's like, I want to know what Lily has to say. And the room kind of goes quiet and Lily thinks for a second, she's like, Do I even know what I want to say? Like, what if her decision gets like more more parents killed, more people killed? Um but Remus is like, what are you doing for the holiday, Lily? And she's like, I'm staying here. I'm staying here because I can't go home because my parents are dead. So the silence at this point is pretty palpable. Um, and she's like, and for the record, they were killed by Death Eaters because I'm head girl, because they didn't like the idea of a Muggle Warren being a leader at Hogwarts. I was told so at my parents' funeral. They have threatened me several times. So no, I will not be leaving the school because I think it is the safest place for me or for any muggle-born. And so someone's like, so you think we should tell everyone to stay? And she's like, I think that the ministry knows about these threats and they're going to do their best to protect the muggles involved. And if kids go home, it's just one more person for them to keep track of. Um, she's like, I don't know if anything will happen over break. I really don't. But I know that nothing will happen to kids that stay here. Um, and no one had really heard Lily talk directly about what happened. You know, like there's rumors, of course, both from like vague things said in the news and like whispers about whispers from like kids who are in Death Eater families and stuff like that. But here she was like actually saying it out loud. She's like, this is what happened. This is why my parents are dead. And that's kind of a big deal. Um, and Lily knows that that's, like, kind of going to change things because people are going to, like, know for sure that she said it and all that type of stuff. Um, and that there would probably be more rumors and stuff. But it's the truth. Because um, she doesn't have anywhere else to go for the break. Well, she has she has, she has, has the potters, but, like, you know. <laughs> yes. They're not her. Just the potters. There's five in. 
Um, so anyway, so then we have our last little scene again. As I said, this is just kind of very much sporadic, but it's Peter and Kyra again. So as I said, we kind of did a little time skip there. So it's been a little while since their fight. Um, and they haven't really been hanging out or talking at all since that. And Peter kind of has it in his mind. He's like, I think that the relationship is pretty much over at this point. Like, maybe not completely over, but, like, starting to be over, you know? Like, he's like, I don't know. We kind of made it very clear that we have different opinions on this, and I don't know if that's going to work it. But Kyra does not feel the same way. She's frustrated with him for sure, but he, you know, but he always he always just liked her for her, and he, like, let her figure out things on her own. So, like, how could she be like, well, you have to think this way, you know? That type of thing. But also, in spite of herself, she really, really likes Peter, which is weird. She just really, <laughs> so, she just really, really likes him. And she's like, shoot, like, just head over heels for him. And so eventually, after it's been, like, a while of them not talking, she's like, I can't deal with it anymore. And so then she, she ends up apologizing first. Um, and so she comes up to him and she's like, hey, like, I'm sorry. You were right. Like, I didn't really think about how long you've been dealing with this stuff and like yeah things have totally changed for me but like not really for you so i feel like maybe i was overreacting so i'm sorry and peter's like it's all right um but honestly he wasn't expecting that like he didn't really expect for kyra to apologize um he figured that he would have to do it at some point but then she did and he's like i don't think that that's ever really happened to him before um and like she used to never admit that she was wrong about anything until all of this started happening and now she's like yeah i'll admit i'm wrong all the time and it's just it's weird um and like now she's always talking about how great his friends are and how she can't believe that she hated them before and that she like thought that they were bad for peter and all that stuff which peter keeps on thinking to himself he's like when i first met kaya she was kind of right like they were not very nice to me at that moment in time they kind of did just leave me in the dust but now she's like, oh my gosh, and, and I love them so much. And she's like, I don't know. Peter Peter has some... Peter, he feels like Kyra used to see things pretty honestly. And now she's like only seeing the good in his friends. And he's like, I feel like everybody always only sees the good in my friends. And she used to be the only one that was like honest That's about it. And now she's weird not. thing to say is that you don't want people to see the good in your friends. <laughs> well, she only sees the good. She's completely forgotten that they just totally did not talk to him for like a solid while in the year, you know? Um, but still, things have changed a lot between them and Peter doesn't really know how he feels about that anymore. But still, he forgives Kyra. He says things are good now and they keep on moving forward. So that's kind of the end of the episode again. It was a little weird, but... I don't know. I still kind of vibe with it. I like I like a lot of the things that happened in this episode. I wish I could just make them flow a little bit better. But yeah. How do you feel? <laughs> I like Kyra. Yeah. Yeah, I like her too. I like I like Snuffles. One second. Hi Aww. Snuffles. Oh, hi baby. I know. It's almost dinner time, but it's really not. You got like 15 whole minutes, babe a long time it's a long time yeah those are the vibes for today i don't really have anything else to say i don't think but yeah i like all the things that happen next episode is going to be an exciting one it's one of those ideas that i've had since the very beginning 
Very, one of my first things based around... I might around, have heard this one then. You probably have. Um, based around my favorite Queen song, <laughs> Fat Bottom Girls. <laughs> Do you remember that? Does it ring a bell? I don't... <laughs> okay, that's fine. That's fine. You don't have to. And then the one I know the that. song. <laughs> oh, don't you take? Won't you take me home tonight? Anyway, um, I think we have only like three more episodes left in this season. I know, isn't that crazy? But I think it's true. Season? Bro, I don't know. <laughs> we'll figure it out. <laughs> Probably. That's where I'm at. It's, it's okay. probably right now, but I don't know for sure. Do you want to do another? another I'm season? in. Okay, you're the cool. one that has to do the work. That's true. I have to write it. Um, yeah. No, I have I have other things I want to do, and also I want to get back to streaming more and fun stuff like that. Anyway, but right now I have to go to a class. So, do you have any more classes today? No. Why did you have to think so hard? Sometimes. Hope everybody enjoyed this episode. Thank you so much for watching and listening. Uh, shout out to uh, Metamorph Modest, Benji, and the caption crew. And uh, yeah, I think that's pretty much it. Bye.